Synth and Electronic Music Show brought to you by the Coastal Electronauts here in Whitstable. I'm in the Sonic Shed with Clive Walpole again. Yes, hello there for another Sonic Sessions in the Shed. Yeah, I thought we'd start off with um, some more Bookler as usual. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> pretty keen on the Bookler here. Yeah. Um, but this is, uh, yeah, another from um, Caitlin Aurelia Smith, who... Um, Oh, so she, 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 she's from uh, American artist, a Bookler artist uh, from Los Angeles now, but she used to live on Orca Island, which yeah. I think is around, um, um, is it sort of New England way? Yeah. That's sort of where isn't it? Yeah. So, Top left oh, somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Washington State. Uh, yeah, so that's, yeah, a bit around that way. Totally West Coast. It's, yeah. Yeah. When West Coast Sound in the book. West Coast Sound from the, yeah, living in the West Coast now. Mm. Yeah. And this is uh, from the uh, album Bookler Now. And um, it's a track I'd never heard before by her. I've got quite a, quite a lot of her stuff. It's called uh, Moonlight Marble.
Kitling, Aurelia Smith, Moon mm. Like a Marble. Remind me a bit of um, of uh, Terry Wiley's In Sea, that the sort of kind of yeah, of it, that sort of echo, was, yeah, um, yeah, organy sort of bass to it. Yeah, especially with the organ. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's got a typical sort of bookload of short sequences running. Yeah, on that, which is nice. A bit of wah wah type effects as well. A little bit of wah wah <laughs> there, yeah. yeah. That's great. We're going back a little bit now to uh, the beginnings of electronic music with a piece from Fred Judd. Yeah, I haven't sort of played any much of Fred lately. No. I thought I'd include him because he's a British pioneer of electronic music. Yeah. And, um, I was reading a bit more about him the other day. He actually, and, uh, we'd said before that he sort of did a, one of the first um, voltage control synths. But mm. yeah, he, he did actually. It was 1963, and uh, it was it's a fairly simple sort of system, uh, mm. and it had um, it generated and shaped sounds. So it's basically doing what what the later lot mugs and arps did anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, and it's a great shame that that sort of never. You know, was even sort of recorded if at least, if you know, for someone to look at, like, mm. like the uh, Aramix machine. Like yeah, that. yeah, that's a sort of a bit of an oversight, isn't it? And it mm. Also, he went on, it sort of developed onto his chromosonics system, didn't it? With it using uh, color scanning wheel. Yes, right. Yeah, he went into lots of experimental ways of actually it sort of interfacing, really, isn't it? With mm. uh, with uh, which. Which which is happening now? We have different interfaces with with uh, synthesizers now, not not necessarily having a a keyboard. Mm. Well, we um we keep saying this, but we will, we will do our Fred Judge special. We've got to do a Fred Judge special. Right, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Hold us to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a uh, this is yeah suspended motion. Suspended motion. FC Judd.
for the because um, he did the soundtrack for the um, puppet series it was Space sci-fi. Patrol Space Patrol yeah which was a Roberta Lee production mm. uh, I think it was out at the same time as Jerry Anderson uh, uh, yeah Jerry Anderson yeah but um yeah, similar sort of time as Fireball XL5 and that, but it was quite cutting edge because it didn't have a, like a rocket, it had a spaceship that flew by some unknown means of propulsion. Mm-hmm. And it had this electronic soundtrack running all the time through it, it made it feel very futuristic. Yeah. Very, yeah. I'd like to see cool. that, I haven't seen that. Mm. Well, um, at the same sort of time in Canada, um, and working on, on radars as well as. Uh, yeah, Fred Jack worked oh. at the Rainer place. Um, there was Hugh Lacane. Um, he, he was a, he's worked on atomic physics as well, but he was a, he's, yeah worked on radars during the war. Mm. But he developed one of the early electronic music instruments as well. Yeah. So a sort of sort of bit of a parallel. Yeah, it's strange that, isn't it? it? Must have been something to do. With, well, but radar used oscillators and filters as well. You know, mm. probably, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, obviously inspiring listening mm. to things and. I suppose you, with radar, you're listening out for signs and signals. Mm. Yeah, so you're listening intensely. Mm. But uh, he best known for this music on crap piece called Dripsody, which uses just one drip of water, mm. uh, and the whole piece is made from that, wow. from tapes and feedbacks and what have you. Yeah, so this is a uh, Hugh Lacane Dripsody. piece really just when you think that he had to cut every bit out yeah, of tape and amazing amount of work that. speed it up do yeah. the volume yeah yeah i mean obviously it's easy with computers now but we've said this before it's just a labor of love it is yeah that sort of thing yeah taking yeah. forever stunning that really nice <laughs> so we get on to a bit of a tangerine dream next yeah this is still a bit pioneering really because this is uh, this is the first tangerine dream album Mm. Um, called Electronic Meditation. I think the idea was that the electronic music was a sort of meditative form of music as well. And this was recorded in 69, so we're still in the 60s when when this was done, so it's quite pioneering at the time using modular synthesizers uh, at the time when people really didn't know what a synthesizer was probably so much then. They would just become coming into mainstream music and things like that. Mm. So yeah, this is called Genesis, and um, yeah, it's from Electronic Meditation, Tangerine Dream, uh, with the original uh, um, Edgar Froese. Mm. 
Klassik. Ja. Äh, Klaus und Konrad Schnitzer. Klassik.
sounded very acoustic to me. Like actually, that. it was uh, more acoustic. There was a synth on there, but actually, uh, I forgot to say, there was a, the flautist on there. There was Thomas uh, Kieseling, who wasn't actually credited on the album. Right. But uh, that was very much more... Um, uh, you can hear that was early days, and, yeah. and they were a lot more experimental with the stuff they were doing. Mm. Uh, cello on there as well, you could hear, couldn't you? Yeah. And the jangling of the scratching and the guitar. It, it was all recorded on a two-track Revox. Hmm. Well, they're obviously well known for their uh, improvisations and, and jams, aren't they? Mm, and, that's uh, right. And, and obviously, when we had Ian Body on as a guest, uh, that was his main sort of influence, wasn't it? Uh, the yeah, the, Fear from uh, the album Fedra. Yeah. yeah. That kind of uh, set, set Ian Body off. Mm. And uh, he's just about to release his 100th uh, album on the DIN label on 15th of October 2021. It's an album from Ian called Nevermore. It's a, it's a live recording from uh, an online uh, festival, Soundquest festival, that was, all, that was organised by uh, Steve Roach. Mm. Uh, that was back in uh, March 2021. An hour-long set where he's using all these, all of it's got so much gear in it. It's Surge yes, Modular, yeah. it's Eurovac, it's yeah. Ons Montano keyboard. Yeah. and Booklow as well, he's got. Yeah, yeah some Moog, Moog Innovation. I'm yeah. not sure what he hasn't got, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, it's got a huge collection of stuff. I've only just got it, just just sent through, the, and I've been listening to it today, and this is um, an extract from a sort of 14-minute section called uh, From Here to There.
nice wide sound, isn't he? Yeah, it's a nice contemplative sort of sound. And it's just amazing what he does live. I mean, how does he mm. work it all out? And it's very well planned. Even I know, it's, it's really got to be choreographed, really, isn't it? Mm. It's so difficult with um, modular synths to uh, to get a whole piece out of it rather than just a, a riff as such. But the um, you know, he uses all sorts of techniques and he's obviously very, very sort of proficient at it. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic album. Mm. Play some more from that. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on to another local chap, <laughs> analog mechanic. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, um, I've this this is from an album which has never been released, <laughs> and it's uh, got dozens of tracks on it now. But um, uh, it's all the things I did that were sort of water-based, so I called it Aquarial. And this is a mixture. This one's Marianas after the Marianas Trench because I was thinking of that sort of massive great where you get the spacious sort of just flat nothingness of going out into the darkness of, of uh, deep sea mm. and uh, I was trying to sort of emulate that and this is done using quite a lot of um, a mixture actually of software and, and hardware synths so uh, yeah this is Marianas yeah. uh, from Aquarial
It's very deep, Clive. <laughs> it was a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's got a bit, of, yeah, a bit of a sampled piano on there. With a, mm. with a, Affected sounds and things, yeah. Definitely evoked the, uh, <laughs> the floor of the sea, yeah. seabed, like. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've got another Buchler piece next by Alessandro Cortini, which is um, from his album Spectri. There were live recordings on his Buchler 151 system just before he moved out of Berlin. Uh, I think he lives in Portugal now. He does now, yeah. yeah. He gets around. So did a, um, a series of improvisations, and uh, I think it just evokes the last days when he's in Berlin, looking over the rooftops at night. Mm. And this piece from it is called Spectro Four.
wasn't at all, no. Because oh. he's, he's, he's sort of a Cortini dirtied up version, isn't it? Yeah. He always yeah. gets the distortion and that, that sort of tape hiss on it. Yeah, yeah, he really, yeah, but he, he sort of, I mean, it's a very experimental synth, but he really experiments with it, doesn't mm. it? To get, get those sort of sounds, yeah. He knows it really well, doesn't he? Yeah, he knows, it. He knows his, his sound as well, and that's what he wants to get. So we're going to uh, the wilds of New Mexico now with, with um, Johnny Woods. Yeah, Johnny Woods, yeah, this is from his album Pavilions. I think we featured tracks from it before. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's quite an eco uh, musician, isn't he? Because his whole studio is 100% solar powered. Yeah. So, uh, you, you know, it's a fantastic thing to do that. Um, and I always fancied doing a sort of a a little bit of an environmental session myself and trying to get sort of solar power th- stuff but uh, yeah. it takes quite a lot of um, organising to especially you need to live, live in a country where you get sunshine well that'll help <laughs> for a start <laughs> it might not have to be wind powered or something like that yeah, yeah tide power tide, yeah tide powered yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah we could do that yeah 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 that's yeah. what a great way to yeah. work isn't it but he's another um, well, I don't know whether he actually uses Bookler but all his stuff is sort of the, slanted that sort of way isn't it it's sort of west coast sort of um, esoteric kind of synthesizers aren't they yeah I'm not sure what he actually uses well, he's, yeah. yeah he's, he's um, oh he's, yeah but he's, he's got Bookler yeah oh he does use Bookler yeah, yeah. I'm just looking I know he uses EML mm. which are a kind of a, an unusual you know it's type of synth non-conventional I suppose you'd call them in that way the sort of stuff they do which is you know loads of manufacturers are now doing that aren't they they're actually thinking outside the box with their mm. with their modules and stuff like that so yeah um, yeah it's yeah it's very much inspired by eco uh, based um, sort of philosophy mm. as well to his music yeah and this one's called lenticular hall
yeah, quite a contrast into uh, Alessandro Cortini's approach. That was a very sort of pure tone mm. piece of music. And uh, yeah, I was reading about him. He actually, has, I've got some notes here, and he says that his music's uh, driven by a constant belief that uh, a new tomorrow can be better than today. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all hope so. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we all lived off the grid like that. Yeah. We could, we could we could uh, repair the earth. What's the um, next piece then? Well, the next piece is from a band. Um, I've only got one album from them. That's this one, Electroleum. Uh, and they, they um, I think they only worked from, what was it, 2000 to 2006. Uh, although they've done other projects. Uh, it's a three-piece electronic music band. Um, uh, seven hertz, which is spelled H U R T Z, um, and it, yeah, it was uh, uh, Lascelles, Golden, uh, Ben Cowan, and Paul Weller. Weller were the um, members of it, right? And uh, yeah, I think they've done about three albums in that time. And uh, this one was a sort of middle album, Electrolia, from 2003. And uh, yeah, I do like their stuff. Different, different approach again. Sort of modular stuff. Um, and uh, this one, yeah, yeah. This one's, as I said, it's Malibu.
laid back. Is that what you? I suppose that's what you call ambient dub, isn't it? That's all. I just looked it up and yeah. I didn't realise that uh, the Sales uh, Gordon was in the brand new heavies. Oh right. And Ben Cowan is a touring member of Sparks. Oh. Mm-hmm. There we go. Brand new heavies had that groove, didn't they? Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a sort of a. Actually, it's not the sort of music I always sort of listen to, but I like that one. Yeah. Sort of a, Grooved along, didn't it? Grooved along, yeah. Well, I was watching the um, Super Booth coverage on YouTube. A bit frustrated I wasn't there. Obviously, quite difficult to get there, but it looked like a fantastic event. Not crowded and crazy like usual, but spread out and quite chilled. And lots of space to sort of see stuff and talk to people, which... Anyway. So there was one uh, band featured that they played on one of the stages called Straumann spelled St. Raulman and it's it consists of uh, Marco Haas and Sinjin Mantel who they seem to be close friends to uh, Ken Macbeth the uh, uh, synth maker uh, I think they uh, do projects together Yeah. but this is a sort of new project and uh, I really like their attitude they're, they're Marco the uh, singer is quite a character so got their album the album is called, yeah, Pony <laughs> And this is a piece from the album called Kaina Da. It features Gudrun Gut. Aber es ist keiner da. Es ist keiner da. Es ist keiner da. Es klingelt an der Tür Ich mach sie auf Aber es ist keiner da Ich geh hinaus 
Dimitri. Distorted bass there. Yeah. That's sort of had a sort of a, I quite like that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. The evening music, I call it. Well, but we're building up to the, uh, the banger end, haven't we? We, we have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're getting some grooves in there. Yeah. Nick from Third Kind Records, who's based in Brighton, kindly sent this album through by um, Graham Dunning, um, which is sort of like a, it's a dance floor sort of um, psychedelic uh, conceptual album, I suppose you could call it. With a bit of an analog hauntology thrown in. Yeah, yes, it's got, it's got quite a mix out of it. Mm. Mm. I've just got it, so I've got to listen to a few bits of it, and it's, mm. it's got that sort of, and this piece. It's called Sensors Indicate That There Is a Life Form Present.
well. Yeah, a bit of 808 there, wasn't it? Sort of. A bit of acidy sound as well, but it's really... Yeah. So mono, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I it really was, liked but, it. But I liked it. Yeah. yeah. It imagine, a, imagine just really, yeah. just tripping out of the club. I felt like uh, you should have actually down the lights here and put on the disco. <laughs> yeah, yeah a bit of flashing light going there. Well, I hope everyone at home is doing that. Yeah, I'm sure they will be. Oh, that's brilliant. Looking forward to getting into the rest of the album. Mm. So that's the end of the show tonight. Mm. Thanks very much for listening. Yes. Nice, nice mix again. Yeah. Which. Uh, I like. Bit of old school, new yeah. school, middle school. Pioneering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we, we always seem to get a lot of Brooklyn in for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think I must have um, some obsession. Oh, I have to get some of those tip tops modules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait for this. Join us on the Facebook page and the Twitter, the Coastal Electronauts. Yes, yeah. Uh, I have to get some chat going. Yeah. Nice. Bit of feedback. And, uh,. Until then, join us next week. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye.